But Father, we ask that you would work in us today, that you would reveal yourself to us. But Father, we need you to, to show us who you are. We need revelation. Lord, let us see your faithfulness. Let us see how we can trust you as you lead. Let us see the power of your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, reveal yourself to us. Holy Spirit, move in us. Lead us, guide us today. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And you can be seated. Y'all doing well? I like it. Children's Church. We have Children's Church today. All right, look, there they go. Britt's taking them out. He looks so excited. Look at Britt. Yes. Holly, you proud of him, aren't you? I know. All right. So they're headed out. Um, we're going to be in Hebrews chapter 11 today. We're doing something a little bit different this month. Uh, Brian actually is, is leading the sermon series for us. He has, like he always does, he puts together um, the songs that we will be singing. And Hold on, let me replug this. Maybe I got a little crackle. Maybe that'll help. You got it? It wasn't me? Look at there. I thought it was me and it wasn't. Anyway, so he, he, as he always does, he prays through and puts together uh, the songs that we'll be singing. And uh, today, if you notice, they focused in on two things, really the faithfulness of God and the leading of the Spirit. And, and so that's where we're going to be. Now, in Hebrews 11, um, I've preached this passage probably a few times. It's one of those passages that God used um, in the life of the church here to really to lead us, to guide us, to, to uh, plant the church here. And so, so it's one of those verses for us that is very meaningful, but it's the one that I think shows best the faithfulness of God and the leading of the Holy Spirit. The faithfulness of God and the leading of the Holy Spirit. And so as we have sang about the faithfulness of God and as we have sang about uh, the Holy Spirit falling on us and we'll continue at the end to sing about these things, we want to have a deeper understanding of these two things, the faithfulness of God and leading the Holy Spirit, so that when we sing these songs later, when we worship using these songs, that they will have a deeper meaning for us. So, so that sometimes as we, sometimes, because sometimes we're singing these songs and maybe we don't understand where the words have come from, maybe we don't understand the importance, but here today, this month, um, we're going to be doing that. Now, I just... We may change some things around, so uh, be here on time. I would say, yes, I'll get here, because you make me the, miss the preaching, and then uh, be here in time for the music, but we don't tell you when that's going to happen. Look here, y'all like, y'all, curve, nobody likes a curveball, but there it is, I'm throwing it out there for us, okay? So Hebrews chapter 11, because if we're going to focus in on worship, sometimes we need to understand the songs that we sing, where they come from, in order for us to really deeply Worship. So Hebrews chapter 11, starting in verse 8, it's talking about Abraham, okay? It says, Abraham had faith, so he obeyed God. Now I want to stop just for a moment. Now this is not in the sermon, but I want you to see this Abraham had faith, so he obeyed God. We've been talking about the faithfulness of God. We have this entire book here, this entire Bible of the stories of how God is faithful, how he's never failed. And we sing about that. We also have stories from friends and 
uh, really mentors, spiritual mentors about how God has been faithful. For Abraham here, he didn't have all this. He didn't have all the stories. There were some stories that he had, but he didn't have, like, like he didn't have the story of David and Goliath. Man, how many of you, how many of us draw strength from that? A lot of us, right? He didn't have that. Um, uh, what about Gideon? He didn't have that. Now, he did have some things. He probably, um, well, he knew about Job and how God was faithful to Job. He had the understanding of, of Noah and the story of how God was faithful to Noah. But he didn't have the story of how God was faithful to Israel as he pulled him out of Egypt. So, so when we say Abraham had faith, this is huge. So much bigger than we even understand. He had faith, and he's setting a foundation for all of us to understand how, God, how faithful God is. He, he's, a, he's one of the forerunners. That's the reason we sing the song about Father Abraham. Y'all remember that song, Father Abraham? Yeah, he had many sons. There you go. That's right. And so he had, and this why? Because he's setting this foundation to show us how faithful God is when he leads and we can trust. So let's start again. Abraham had faith, so he obeyed God. God called him to go to a place he would later receive as his own. So he went. He did it even though he did not know where he was going. Verse 9. Because of his faith, he made his home in the land God had promised him. That's why we call it the promised land, by the way. Abraham was uh, like an outsider in a strange country. He lived there in tents. So did Isaac and Jacob. They received the same promise he did. Abraham was looking forward to the city that has its foundations. He was waiting on the city that God planned to build. And in verse 11, and Sarah had faith. So God made it possible for her to become a mother. She became a mother even though she was too old to have children. But Sarah believed that the God who made the promise was faithful. See that? The God who made the promise was faithful in verse 12. Abraham Abraham was past the time when he could have children. But many children came from that one man. They were as many as the stars in the sky. They were as many as the grains of the sand on the seashore, no one can count them. Man, if we're talking about faith and we're talking about following, leading the Holy Spirit, I mean, I I think we have to look at Abraham. I don't know. There's lots of other places we can go, but really is this foundation. You could even say Noah, but, but Abraham, he had no idea where he was going. He, he was, God just said, leave, and I will show you where to go. I, I'm going to give you steps by step. All you can do is take one step at a time, and after you take that step, then I'll tell you the next step. Uh, we, we often hear about uh, Scripture where in, in Psalms it says that the Word of God is a lamp into my feet. Right, a lamp into my feet, not a flashlight. Man, some of us have some really powerful flashlights, all right? You know, you can see all over. You can light up a whole yard. I know some of them are so powerful now. If you accidentally turn them on in your pocket, it could catch your, your pants on fire. Yes? Which, unrelated, I had a student one time that had a, 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 a charger, like to charge your phone up in his back pocket, and it caught on fire. It burned a big old hole in his pocket, smoked the whole room up. It was incredible. Anyway, so, but I don't even know why I'm telling you that. 
Let's get back to the sermon. Okay, so they, it was just amazing to see his pants on fire, smoke pouring out. Anyway, it was amazing. Anyway, so some of you have lights, those flashlights that will catch your, your pockets on fire. They're so incredible. But a lamp into your feet, a lamp doesn't show you very much. You have to take one step in order to see the next step. And so here, Abraham's doing that. And for us, we, we see the leading of the Holy Spirit, and we see the leading of God's Word. First, we see this, though, that faith is a belief that leads to action. We've said this before, and last time I preached from this, this passage, we've, we've said this, that faith is a belief that leads to action. If, it doesn't, if it's a belief that never leads to action, then it's not faith. It's just head knowledge. It, it, when we see in Scripture, anytime it talks about belief, that you have to believe, that, that this belief in Jesus will save you, it is a belief that leads to action. It, it's not one that's just independent. Because sometimes we have a lot of independent knowledge, don't we? We go to school, we learn a lot of stuff, we don't use a lot of it, but it's head knowledge up here, and sometimes we can answer a Jeopardy question with it, but it never affects our life. You with me? We can do that spiritually, too. And so here saying that faith is a belief that leads to action. It's an understanding that leads to a difference in their life. And you see that with Abraham. It says, Abraham had faith, so, therefore, you see that word? So, what was the action? Obeying God. He had faith, so he obeyed God. If we have faith, then, therefore, we will obey God. So it says that God called him to a place he would, rather, he would later receive as his own. He left everything by the leading of God. When, when we see God leading Abraham, God has called him to leave his home, his parents, his safety, his security, his understanding, his 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 knowledge of how the world works, his culture, has, has said, I need you to leave all that. I need you to leave everything. Now, now, for us, when we have the leading of God, God leads us in two ways. And sometimes it's a combination of the two. God's word, he uses us, he leads us by his word. How do we know not to steal? Because the Bible says, thou shalt not steal. See how I reverted back to King James there? Thou shalt not steal. Don't steal. Is there even a question? There's not even a question there. We understand what the word of God. God has instructed us and led us in the action that we should not take. Love one another. How do we know that we should love one another? Well, because Jesus said in his word, in the word of God, that this is a new command that I give you, that you would love one another as I have loved you. And so, therefore, we understand that, that we are to love. Like now, the Word of God has told us what to do. So we have the Word of God telling us what not to do, the Word of God telling us what to do, and then the Holy Spirit also works in us. The Holy Spirit also reveals to us things and leads us. For example, maybe you see somebody across the way. And you feel the leading of the Holy Spirit, or you feel this urge to go and pray with this person on the other side of the room. You know what that is? That's the leading of the Holy Spirit. 
Because your flesh would not call you to do that. Your flesh, your flesh, our flesh, hates the things of God. As, you remember what we said? Paul said there's these two parts of me, two natures. My flesh that hates the things of God and the spirit in me that loves the things of God. And they're always fighting with each other. Remember that? We learned that a few weeks ago. Well, here we see that if we have an urging to do something that is godly, that has to come from the spirit of God. So what do we do? We go and we say, excuse me, I don't know why I need to pray with you, but can I pray with you? They say no. Well, what have you lost? But most often they'll say, yes, please. And all of a sudden you get to see the faithfulness of God. And so, and, and then sometimes the Holy Spirit, or every time, will help us understand the word, but will specifically apply the word of God to your life. Like, for example, right here in Hebrews 11, uh, for us, I mean, I knew, I, I, I knew before Alyssa knew that we, God was leading a group of us to, it's not just me, it's a group that planted, okay? It's, it's, God is bigger than, than, than I am, okay? I have very little to do with what God did, okay? But this is just a story. Uh, in fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a sermon series. I'm working through my calendar right now. Uh, and I'm going to do a, a sermon series called Fake, because we're all fake. Do you ever feel fake? Yeah, because we all are in some ways. And so uh, when God works, because sometimes Christians, we try to make ourselves seem like we're so important when we're really not. Yeah, come on. And God's the one that's important, okay? And, and so if, if I wouldn't have followed God, then somebody else would have followed God, and God would have still done what he was going to do. Okay, I just got to take part in what God was doing. Let me take a step back now. All right, so, but I knew that God was leading us to do that. And before, um, uh, before we could move forward, I knew that my wife had to get on board with this. And she wasn't very excited about it at first until God actually gave her this passage here, Hebrews 11. And the Holy Spirit applied this specifically to her in this situation because my answer was always, I don't know where we're going to meet. I don't know who's going to come. I don't know how we're going to live. I don't know. Okay. And so I was doing, and, and, and that was always the answer. And so when God, she was reading, God the, God, the Holy Spirit revealed to her, he went, even though he didn't know where he was going, it just clicked and said, okay, we have to go. And so God will lead us through the Holy Spirit, and through His Word, He will show His faithfulness and His promises in that. So when we talk about the leading of God, we're talking about the leading of the Word and the leading of the Spirit. And if the Spirit, if you think it's the Spirit that leads you and it contradicts the Word of God, it's not the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God will never contradict the Word of God. They will always line up together. Okay? Y'all with me? Because I can't tell you how many times that I've sat down with somebody and, and, and they say, the Lord, you know, the Lord's leading me. Uh, I won't say it happens a lot, but this has happened, okay? Sometimes the Lord's leading me to divorce my, my wife to get with this woman. No, he's not. No, he's not. You're just trying to, to, to justify your sin and godly and spiritually, you know, make it more spiritual, okay? Now, now God can renew after the divorce and God can make things new, and God can lead you to somebody that will redeem a marriage, but he's not going to lead you to divorce somebody to marry somebody else. 
That contradicts his word, doesn't it? This is yes. That's easy. That's a softball. I just kind of pitched that one. Yes? Okay. Good. So Abraham left everything by the leading of God. And he followed God even though he couldn't see the end result. God's going to call us to things that we don't fully understand at the time. Again, a light into my path. We're going to take one step. We're not going to see the end destination. We're not going to know where we finish. All we're going to be able to know is one step after the next. Sometimes we want to know where we're going. There's some of us that, man, we are control freaks. We need to know where we're going, when we're going to get there, how many stops we're going to make, where we're going to stop and eat. And when we stop and eat, what is everybody going to order? (laughs) And y'all make all our lives miserable. (laughs) Okay. Not really. <clears throat> like, like you'd be miserable on a trip with me because none, none of my trips are that way. <laughs> How are we going to get there? I don't know. Let's just go. Um, and and it, it's, anyway, we won't talk about my vacation. So, um, uh, and, and so here we'll take once. Now, now, it's not that God doesn't know. God has a plan. He's that way. He does. He knows where you're going, when you're going to get there. He knows all those things, but he's not going to reveal those things to us until we take one step at a time. One step at a time. This is what he did with Abraham. And Abraham trusted him one step at a time because he knew that God was faithful. He knew, he had faith that God was faithful. He believed that God was faithful, so he acted. He left everything, even though he couldn't see the end result. He took one step at a time. And then he lived in hardship by the leading of, the, uh, by the leading of God. He lived in hardship. It says he went to a land that he didn't know. He lived as an outsider in a strange country. Man, doesn't that sound fun? He lived as an outsider in a strange country. And then even further than that, it says he lived in tents. That There he was. He was living in a tent. And, and, and so he didn't have a permanent place to live. And he, he would move here and there. And so, so he, there was no permanence. He lived in hardship by the leading of God. Sometimes God will lead us to hardship. And and this makes it hard because it says we don't know where we're going. We don't know the end result. So we're taking one step at a time. And it's hard. You know how easy it would be for Abraham to give up and say, I'm done. I'm going back home. I'm finished. I'm not going any further. The same way for us, it would be easy sometimes to turn around and go back. It'd be easy for us to get to a place that's difficult, a place that's hard, where we feel like an outsider in a strange country. And as believers in Jesus Christ, we live in a strange country. Like this world, the way that it is now, the, the, the way that it exists now is not our home. When God renews it, when God makes it new, yes, it will be our home. In fact, our citizenship and our loyalty is to another king, to another country. To, to the country that is um, the one that will be led by Jesus as he sits on the throne. 
And so, so we're going to live as strangers in hardships, living one step at a time. And it says he believed in the leading of God. Abraham believed in the leading of God. That's going to make all the difference for what we're talking about. As God leads, as God calls, as God shows us in his word, as God reveals through his spirit what steps to take, our ability to take that next step will depend on how big we believe God is, how faithful we believe God is. When we look at God's word and he says, no, don't do that. We're going to agree with him because we believe that he's faithful. When he says, yes, I want you to do this, we're going to believe that and do that because we believe that God is faithful. When he says to move, like he told Abraham to move, we're going to move because we believe that he is faithful. So God, here's where we sum it up is this, God is faithful to lead. God's faithful to lead. Either we believe this or we don't. Like, we can't half believe it. Like, we have to fully believe that He is faithful to lead. If we believe He's faithful to lead, we're going to look here, and you can change on verse 8, Abraham's name to your name. And you could say on here, you could say, Brian had faith, so he obeyed God. Brandon had faith, so he obeyed God. You could say, David had faith, so he obeyed God. You, you can put your name in place of Abraham. God is faithful to lead. He's faithful to lead. And either we believe it or we don't. And if we believe it, then we will obey. If we don't, then we don't obey. That, that's as simple as it gets for us. And so here, when we finish today, we're going to sing a song about how faithful God is to lead and how the Holy Spirit leads in us and how if the Holy Spirit tells us to go, we'll go. If He tells us, and I like this part, He tells us to, to jump, we jump in. It thinks, uh, makes me think about this pool, you know, where your daddy's there and he's like, hey, jump in. And either you trust your daddy or you don't. Some of you didn't trust your daddy because he would play a trick on you. And some of you won't jump because it's like, he would go, whoops, and you would, and you're like, I'm not jumping. But then others have this experience where you fully, absolutely, totally trusted your father. And when he said jump, you didn't even hesitate. You took this big, long, running jump into his arms. Like, you put more faith in him than he had ability because he's your earthly father. Like, you're running as fast as you can, and you're jumping, and he's like, trying, he'll, he's hurting himself to catch you. And this is the kind of faith that it says that we have to have in God. That, that, that Watch this. Our faith in him can never be bigger than his ability, though. Our faith in our earthly father can be bigger than, than his ability, but our faith in our godly father can never be bigger than his ability because he is greater and is the greatest of all and is more than enough for anything that we do and anything that he calls us to. And so I love that picture where we run just as hard as we can and jump. Now, does this mean we're not going to have times where we struggle? We know Abraham had times to struggle. It says he believed, he had faith. But did that faith shake? Sometimes it did. Like, like he believed and Sarah believed that they would have a child of promise. And, 
but they were too old, but they knew that they were. And so then they tried to do it their way, and it really got confusing there for a little while. But here's the thing. God is faithful to keep his promises even when we're not faithful to him. God is faithful to us even when we're not faithful to him. And even though Abraham and Sarah ran their own way, tried to fulfill the promises of God their own way, made a mistake, really messed up some things, God was still faithful and showed himself to be faithful in the life of Abraham and Sarah. Again, God is faithful to lead. I'm going to ask that you'd stand with us, and as we sing and as we worship, and as we sing about the leading of the Holy Spirit in our life, I'm going to ask that we think about Abraham, but not just Abraham, your own life. Like, like what is God leading you to do? And do you believe that God is faithful to lead? Do you believe that Jesus is faithful to lead? Do you believe that the Holy Spirit is faithful to lead? And some of us, God is leading us to forgive. Some of us, God's leading us to do something that seems impossible, to have conversations with people that we don't want to have conversations with, to forgive people that we don't want to forgive, to witness to people that we mess necessarily, we're not sure if we have the ability, the strength, or the knowledge to do it, but the Holy Spirit's telling us to go and witness. Whatever God's calling us to do, let's just take that next step. Because He is faithful to lead us. Well, Father, thank you for what you're doing in our lives. Lord, move in us. Show us. Reveal to us. Encourage us. Well, Father, thank you. Church, you respond as the Holy Spirit leads. The altar's open for anyone who would like to come and pray.